Blog Talk Radio. This is an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. And welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered yet are far from it, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 20-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of your child and you, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 350 children registered for this service. For those of you who have questions about your children, you can join me in the Awakening Zone chat room right after this episode where I'll be available for about 30 minutes. So welcome, everybody. Um, Today I would like to discuss with you um, a conglomerate of topics, but all related to the same thing, electromagnetic energy, solar flares, seizures, and the central, the central nervous system of energetically sensitive children. All of these things really um, are interwoven in so many ways. And the reason I decided to um, discuss this topic was because, um, once again, I'm kind of going through a rash of private clients who are calling about seizures in particular. And so I wanted to address it from a more general standpoint so that those of you who might be having similar experiences and maybe your children are not having full-blown seizures, but maybe you are noticing that their central nervous systems, um, their their anxiety levels, their um, their fidgetiness, those kinds of things are accelerating a little bit right now. Um, it goes hand in hand that that all of this electromagnetic energy is going to affect an energetically sensitive child. But let's kind of start with a let's kind of establish um, a basis to have this conversation from. Being an energetically sensitive child, especially those children diagnosed with autism. It's kind of like being um it's like being high voltage energy that doesn't have a ground. It doesn't have a grounding. And we all know what happens to our electrical equipment um in um in a lightning storm if it's not grounded. And so we've got 
these children who have who are very sensitive to electromagnetic energy um and that energy in some ways is very very close to how they function vibrationally the vibration of it the frequency of it is very similar and yet many of these kids as you've heard me say so many times before are not grounded into the physical body so a lot of times when we have a huge output of electromagnetic electromagnetic energy such as we do you know it could be something as simple as an electrical storm uh, um, an electrical storm or something like solar flares and things like that anytime something like that happens you take a highly charged highly energetically charged system anyway and you implode it with you know more of that same energy um the mass of it the the frequency of it um really increases significantly and with no ground that energy has to go somewhere that energy something has to happen with that energy and what we notice um very often is that children end up having some kind of seizure activity um in the midst of that kind of energy i've looked at seizures from a lot of different vantage points and i can see it in a couple different ways on the one hand um i have watched that seizure kind of energy completely rewire a child neurologically um and with great benefit um the the seizure itself especially when we're talking about little uh petite mal kind of seizures is it's almost like a shut off valve so that the electromagnetics of the neurological process can be rebooted um reestablish a new um almost um reestablish new new lines and connections So I've watched seizures actually be very beneficial um for children. I've also watched um in other cases seizures have not a not so beneficial effect. But generally speaking, when a child has some kind of seizure, especially a petite mal seizure, it usually is a rewiring. and it usually is a rewiring that is based on the electromagnetic output that is taking place you know in other scenarios and then picking up that energy it's also true in my experience that when a child is more grounded that seizure activity um stays in that kind of petite mal type of seizure versus going into something more dramatic Many times when I check in with children and I ask them directly um through our telepathic communications what kinds of information I need to give their parents about you know how to support this particular situation more often than not it is all related to um grounding their energy into these lower chakras when we do the energy work today in the second half of this episode we're going to work very specifically on that but it is um so it's twofold it's supporting your children in grounding into the physical body if they have that kind of seizure activity and or if they are having a heightened sense of um the central nervous system kind of really reacting to this energy as well. Another vantage point of this is that many people um if you know individuals, I know I have this experience myself. If you know individuals who work in high vibrational energy and they do it on a pretty regular basis, um you know, even a day in day out basis. you will find that those individuals um can actually um cause a little bit of damage to their own central nervous system from the literally from the inside out because 
it's very challenging to stay in very high vibrational frequencies if you're not grounded, if you don't have that stabilizing factor that um, that allows that energy to really be integrated and solid in the body. So just like the the person who works in high vibrational energy very frequently, just like that person has to maintain their energy bodies and has to have a certain level of mind, body, and spirit integrity, by that I mean kind of solidity within the physical body, solidity and and um, balance in the emotional body, just like just like we need that in order to support our central nervous system so they don't really fry. It's the same way with these kiddos. They have this very high vibrational frequency running through them all the time, and yet, again, it's a little bit more challenging because of the scope of this frequency to actually be present, be fully integrated in the physical body. So as we'll spend a little bit of time talking about, you know, some techniques that we can actually use to support that process. But really important to start educating our children about their about this now because it really does help establish them coming into the body. When the central nervous system feels relaxed, when it can feel calm, when it knows what to do with um, high vibrational energy that comes in in a blast, such as a solar flare, or sometimes even the electromagnetic energy that's you know floating around um, out in the ethers, then the child also feels much more comfortable wanting to come into the physical body and be more present in that body. When... I know from my own experience that when I um, allow myself a lot of exercise, when I allow myself some downtime um, along with the energy of being, you know, working energetically with you all and in the other ways that I do, my central nervous system really does calm down. When I allow myself, you know, um, things that, that nurture like water um when i swim when i you know can sit in the bathtub and enjoy that kind of energy that that is something that is calming to the central nervous system exercise calming to the central nervous system so as your children as you give your children those same opportunities they might love the bath and they love the bath because it really is a calming agent for the central nervous system. They love the pool for the same reason. They also will typically do much better when they've had some kind of exercise. And that exercise simply grounds them into the body a little bit more. It puts their focus more fully on the body. And as that happens, that electromagnetic kind of static has a way of getting grounded. Nice deep breath, everybody. All right. So some of the other um, some of the other ways in which the children have shown me to support this is through your intention. So many of your children um, are um, are young or are still nonverbal um, and are maybe not communicating with you in a way to actually say, you know, mom, dad, teacher, therapist, whomever, it feels like this in my body. So more often than not, all that you get to see is the behaviors or the shift in um, sensitivity in any given moment to know whether something's happening or not. But we can do some very simple things such as with your intention, you, especially you as the parent, something as simple as putting your focused attention in the solar plexus area or in the root area with the intention of 
supporting your child in drawing their energy down into those lower chakras, you can do that simply by sitting and having that be your intention. You can also do that, especially for younger kids who, um, you know, as you're putting them to bed at night, you can put your hand on the small of their back. And whether you feel that energy or see that energy or not, your intention truly matters, especially if you're the parent. Your intention truly matters. So if you will put your hands on them, stomach or small of the back, and just intend that that energy start drawing down into the physical body, lower in the physical body, you'll almost get a sensation of, you might get a sensation of warmth. Your child may very um, very obviously show you that that's something that is beneficial to them by glancing at you um, in a way that lets you know that things that that feels good to them, um, smiling, laughing, uh, those kinds of things. You all as the parents especially really know what those indicators are that things are are moving in the right direction. When I say to put your hands on the stomach or the small of the back with your intention of drawing that energy down into the body, please keep it right about the level of the stomach or the small of the back. More is not better. So, you know, putting your hands like down on the feet or down on, you know, lower in the body, not really helpful Um, especially because what ends up happening is your intention is a powerful intention. So if you are trying to draw that energy too far into the body too fast, you'll pretty much know it because, you know, your children will give you some indication that it's too much. So even if as you are putting your hands on the small of the back and the stomach, If you notice that your children are moving away from you or backing up a little bit, all well and good, take your hands off, put your attention a little bit higher in the body, maybe just at the level of the heart, and just place your attention there. You're just adding energy to the place where they need it. You're putting the attention point on what is needed versus all of the static that might be going on in their energy fields. So that place is really, um, really very helpful. The other thing that many kids have shown me is is doing um, an intention-based clearing of their central nervous system. So when children are are small, we can help them in this process. We can help um, them by um, by doing it for them, intending it for them. But as they get older, really nice to teach them these skills themselves because the more they can learn to manage their energy, the more they get to choose, you know, that they, the more they get to choose their degree of presence. And this is something, you know, in the much bigger picture that um really beneficial, which we can talk about in a minute. But as far as clearing the central nervous system, that is as simple as, you know, hands on the body or hands off of the body, calling up the central nervous system or your child's central nervous system. You can do it to yourselves right now. If I told you to put your attention on the central nervous system and I suggested that you give that central nervous system a very cooling color, a very stabilizing color that was just right for you, you might very naturally choose something like purple or blue, um, something soft, something that holds that central nervous system, something that cools the central nervous system. The kids show me all the time that when the central nervous system is really charged, it literally looks fiery red. It it Not only does it look fiery red, but it can almost look as if at the ends of those lines, if you will, those connections within the central nervous system, it's almost like live wires, that uh, electrical wires that are opened up. 
So your intention is to cap off those that current and also to cool off the central nervous system. As you do that, you'll notice that your kids automatically kind of, their stressors automatically are reduced. If your children are young and you are doing this on on their behalf, then you're also very much teaching them something. You've heard me say before that these this population, those kids that are energetically sensitive, they're always watching you energetically. They're in some ways, depending on how integrated they are, they're more often than not um, paying more attention to your energy and how you work with energy than they are other things um, in your physical environment. So as you take the initiative to do something that's really fairly simple, but that is energetic, you're actually teaching your child about their own energy system. And as you add words to that, you know, um, when you feel it's appropriate, you know, we're just we're just going to cool everything off. We're just going to relax. We're we're going to go from the inside out and make everything feel nice and cool and calm. When that's your intention you'll notice the benefits of it. Now that the central nervous system is calm, we're going to go ahead and and draw your energy a little bit more into the body, not force your energy into the body, but simply draw it. It's enough simply to have your hand on the small of the back or the stomach and just intend that their energy come to meet you. So it's almost as if your hand represents um, kind of a beacon of love. It represents a very caring type of energy and that just allowing the energy that they are just to come down into the body and meet it. Again, anytime it's too much for your child, you're, you, they will let you know in about 30 seconds. I remember when I was working with Riley a long time ago and I remember when he was really almost fully integrated into the physical body and at that time holding his feet. And we had made it that far. But what was really interesting is, you know, he wasn't saying a whole lot at that point, but I could feel the energy come all the way down into his right foot. But as I felt the energy get closer to the left foot, all of a sudden he just looked at me and said, ouch. And, you know, so immediately you let your hand go and that energy finds its own place within the body. But again, you're providing opportunities um, to learn about their energy over and over again. The reason that this is important as well is because these solar flares are really not going to stop anytime soon. There's a lot of shifting going on. in the electromagnetics in general, we're also not anytime soon going to see a reduction in the amount of electromagnetic energy that's just floating out there, you know, in the world. Um, and so really helping our kids to understand this, really important. The other thing that I would highly suggest, um, especially when it comes to seizure kinds of activity. Um, I had seizures as a child. I have watched other kids, you know, through my speech pathology practices in the past have seizures as well. It's not a very comfortable thing to watch, um, and it's it's very difficult to in any way, shape, or form to stay completely neutral. So I'm not even going to suggest that that be the case. But what I will suggest is that if your child is somebody who has kind of repeated petite mall kinds of seizures or or little kind of what I call glitches in the, the neurological process so that they can kind of be rebooted, what I would highly suggest is if you're in a pattern of seeing those and noticing those, if instead of directing your energy towards your child during that 
episode, um, if they've become somewhat routine in some ways, if you will direct your energy back to yourself and if you will ground yourself in that moment, what you will notice is you will also notice a reduction. And again, especially if you're the parent, but if you're a teacher, a therapist, a physician, somebody who has a a really wonderful connection with these kids, a heart-to-heart connection, it'll work for you as well. Um, And sometimes because there's not the the mother-child connection, sometimes it can even work a little bit better in those scenarios. But if you'll simply in those moments refocus your attention into your physical body, take a nice inhale and exhale, put your attention lower in your physical body, you will you will absolutely support your child energetically, kind of you're almost like holding a space for them, holding a grounding for them so that that little episode doesn't go any further than that little episode. I've watched a lot of people um, absolutely diminish the amount of seizure activity that their kids were having simply by shifting their focus back to themselves in that moment. And, of course, you want to do these when they're minor, when they're little glitches. You can also do the same thing when your child is demonstrating some agitation within the central nervous system. More often than not, when our kids are agitated in the central nervous system and when there's a lot of anxiety and anxiousness, we very naturally move into that energy. And because we move into that energy, we actually add to that energy. But again, if, oh, I notice that anxiety coming up, I notice that the central nervous system is compromised in this moment, putting your attention back on yourself in that situation as well, putting your attention lower in your physical body, maybe even creating some grounding cords um, in that moment, allowing a color to come up through you that is, um, is cooling in nature or grounding yourself and then putting your attention with your child and adding that cooling agent at that place, what you're going to notice is that your child, no matter whether they're verbal or nonverbal or young or old, all of a sudden they, they understand that every time that happens, you create a certain pattern, and they're following your patterns. They're following your energetic patterns and your energetic lead. So over time, what ends up happening is very naturally their central nervous systems start to go on overload and they, hmm, okay, I'm just going to take a nice deep breath. I'm just going to ground into the earth. I'm just going to create this lovely blue cooling energy in my central nervous system. And they're not even thinking about it in that way. They're not thinking step by step, but is it is the imprint that you have given them energetically, and so they very naturally start to move to that imprint. It's no different than um, children who are, you know, don't have that level of energetic sensitivity, but whose parents maybe say the same thing to them over and over again in various situations. We all learn how to handle ourselves based on you know, based on kind of what we're taught to do. We have to take that. You all need to take that to a kind of a different place because because you're teaching your children at the level of energy. And it's it can be very frustrating on the one hand because it's kind of that unseen world, but it can be very exciting as well because the more you understand about yourself and your own energetic system – the more you apply those techniques um, to your children in any given situation, the more they understand themselves. And and these children, you'll hear me say this a million times, but first and foremost, they are energetic beings. They They know themselves as energy. 
they know themselves as energy, but they are also challenged with understanding that energy, especially in a world that really doesn't talk about it, especially in a world that considers the physical to be a more important component than the energetic. So as we start educating the children to the energy, a lot of things that they, quote, unquote, um, are challenged with or suffer with really begin to be minimized. And how much nicer also to approach this at the most subtle level of energy first So maybe, not always, but maybe we can avoid some of the denser approaches to to these kinds of of situations. So obviously, um, I'll give my little disclaimer here. I mean, I'm not a medical doctor. I am looking at this particularly and specifically from an energetic vantage point. Um, In no way am I negating the the need to have that checked out medically because there can be all kinds of situations um, that need that that attention. But as you're doing that, if you will also become aware of the energy around it and have more um, conscious awareness, uh, more intention related to those situations from an energetic level, you may find that you can um, eliminate some of the some of the treatments that you might have gone gone to in the past. Um, really becomes very beneficial not only for you understanding your own energy but obviously for your child understanding theirs. So nice deep breath, everybody. All right, so electromagnetic energy solar flares, seizures, the central nervous system. In many ways, it's all energy. And from that energetic vantage point, in many ways, also very easy to um, to support, very easy to correct even, um, and yet not so easy to correct unless we understand energy. So, again, always drawing your attention back to yourself, grounding yourself in those situations so that your child has a model for that grounding, creating cooling colors in the body. The reason I say color as well is your children are all, just by virtue of the fact that they're energetically sensitive, color is a vibrational frequency, Color um, color does amazing things um, for this population. You'll notice that your children will actually, some of your children will choose particular colors and they'll wear those colors, you know, for five days in a row and then all of a sudden it's a new color. That's very purposeful and they it's their attempt to support their energetic system by wearing a color or wanting to wrap up in a color um, so we can do the same thing just simply by our intention. The other thing that really kind of makes me smile about all of this as well is that as you do these kinds of exercises with your kids and as you, not just once, not just, oh, I, I tried it and, well, that didn't work, so I'm not going to try it anymore, but, you know, when you've actually given it as much of a try as you would you know, a new um, a new prescription or a new therapy or something like that. After you've given it that time, what you really begin to understand is that your intention is so powerful, and we begin to teach our children that our, their intentions are so powerful, and we begin to really understand ourselves as energy first. And when we know that about ourselves, the children very naturally feel much more comfortable being in our presence. Um, it, It feels very difficult to be in our presence when we're looking at the world strictly as us being physical. There's not a reference point for these kids um, in that kind of connection. 
And yet when you understand and start to play with energy and understand the power of your intention, all of a sudden things that are significant, as significant or appear as significant as a seizure um, or you know, this love, these high levels of anxiety, all of a sudden, wow, something can happen there. Um, and people call those miracles, and yet I'm not so sure that they're as much miracles as they are just a clear understanding of, of who we really are and what's possible when we know that. So um, really kind of fun stuff to play with. So as we get ready for this energy work um, today, we're going to do this in a couple different blocks. The first piece of this energy work is really going to be about um, supporting your central nervous system, um, allowing you to feel very present and grounded and connected, um, taking out some of those stressors, Um, that cause the central nervous system to kind of constantly be on high alert, those same systems that really drain your adrenals and have you, you know, feeling exhausted more often than not. We're going to play in that energy first. Um, And then we're going to move to the energy of the kids. And in this case, we're going to be addressing both Um, seizure kinds of activity and the central nervous system. So if your child's not one of those kids that is responding, you know, at the level of a seizure with this electromagnetic energy, absolutely fine. We're going to be going right into their central nervous systems as well and just generally calm things down. So even if you have a child who's not... um, having any of these kinds of situations and is a pretty regularly calm kind of kid <coughs> what we're going to what will happen is just a little bit more anchoring in the body so that this energy feels comfortable and present just a little bit deeper in the body so it'll be really appropriate regardless of um of seizure activity or not so if everybody will just find a comfortable place to relax, and we'll put um, the oxygen mask on you first, Um, so giving that energy and awareness to you first. So let's, first and foremost, just kind of gather yourself up, and when I say that, just simply notice where you have left yourself. Are you with your children? Are you somewhere out to tea or coffee with a friend from yesterday still? Are you still on the phone with a therapist or a doctor that didn't quite tell you what you wanted to hear? Just bring yourself right back to you. And as you bring yourself back to you, Place your attention in the heart energy first. And just a couple nice inhalations and exhalations. Just kind of find yourself again. Hmm. And so from that still point in the heart... Go ahead and put your attention on your central nervous system. So many of you, your central nervous systems are a little fried. Okay? Very natural. You live day in and day out, or you work day in and day out with some very high-voltage kids, some high-frequency kids. It has an effect on your central nervous system as well. It's like being in a room that's always lit up. After a while, the body says, I just want to relax, and it can't because the lights are still on all the time. So just acknowledging that the central nervous system goes through a lot. And 
And as you pay attention to the central nervous system, just starting to bring a color to it. And you might be feeling even a little bit of electricity. It's almost like when you draw water over a fire or over a current. I can literally hear some of the sparks going out. So just capping those areas where the central nervous system is a little frayed and allowing that blue or purple or whatever nice cooling color you like to just sweep throughout the whole body. Head to toe. And we're going to bump up that frequency. We're going to hold that frequency with this tone. Just really make it matter, make it solid. central nervous system, just feel into it and allow the central nervous system now calmed down within the physical body to start to radiate out into the mental body. There you go. Just calming those minds down. Relaxing into it. You might notice that the color changes as it goes out into the mental body. Still keeping it cool. Literally keeping your cool. There we go. A nice inhale and exhale as you anchor that color into the mental body and allowing that energy now to radiate out right into the emotional body. I'm going to shift to a little higher frequency language now, just a little bit of light language here, simply for the purpose of really soothing the emotional body. The emotional body can be at a very subtle level where there are emotions that kind of arise and we don't even know where they came from. They they come from the very, we're picking up things at a very subtle level. And so let's have a little conversation with the emotional body. Still adding this color there as well. Just listening to the sounds. And just one more extension, extending that cool color out into your dimensional bodies. This is where your kids see you. This is where they notice the color change. This is where they notice that at a very subtle level, your central nervous system is coming into balance. And they very naturally follow that energy into the emotional body. And when the emotional body is also calmed by this color, they follow you in a little bit further. And they get into the mental body and oh, even the mental body has this very rich color in it, this very cooling color. 
and they follow you a little bit further. And these are the moments when your children very naturally kind of show up in their physical bodies because they've had that pathway in. So looking at yourself from the physical, look at the density of the color in the physical, and look at how that color radiates out through the mental, emotional, and dimensional bodies. very common for this energy to be very solid, almost opaque in the body and become lighter or more translucent as it moves out through the dimensional bodies. And it can also be the reverse, so just noticing what you notice. There we go. So as if you could create a sphere around you and that sphere is filled with color you're going to put your attention right back in the heart again and simply anchor almost like creating a grounding cord on the heart from the heart down through the solar plexus the sacral the root down into the soul star, I mean the earth star. Just feeling that energy. It's almost like you can draw all that color back into the heart and down that grounding cord. Again, creating a pathway. Just really calm and relaxed. Grounded and present. Here you go. So staying right where you are, grounded and present, calm and relaxed in all of those bodies, we're simply going to invite the children in And first, for those who are having some experiences at the level of seizure with this electromagnetic energy, simply going into the neurological process, starting to breathe and relax in the neurological process on their behalf. And starting to open the crown chakra, many of us, um, when we are in kind of a fight or flight experience, we have a tendency to close down the crown, and then we don't have near the support that we actually need from those higher frequencies. We kind of shut ourselves off to them. So we're just reopening the crown in that particular population and allowing the energy that comes through the crown to be actually that cooling agent. And notice that if your child is one of these children, that 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 color, that cooling agent may find its place in a particular place within the neurology. It might be a a particular glitch or a place within the neurology that is a little bit more challenging to kind of uh, to transduce that energy. There might be a little bit of a glitch. So we're just adding energy there, allowing it to be nurtured, and rewired, allowing it to be kind of come up to speed with the energy that would like to move through that neurological process. These kids are literally being kind of 
energetically upgraded all the time, just like we are, but it can be a little more challenging for them not being grounded. Okay, so really cooling off, allowing that energy to come right down from the top of the spinal column all the way down the spinal column and allowing the spinal column to act as a grounding cord so that the central nervous system also understands that this energy is grounded. So let's go ahead and create a little bit of a grounding cord almost from, I would go all the way to the third eye, coming right down through the center of the body this time. Very light grounding cord. You might notice that there's almost no density to this grounding cord at all. It's very purposeful. It doesn't take a lot of energy for these kids to understand that something is getting grounded. So we want to do it gently and gracefully. Here we go. And for those kids that are having some challenges with the central nervous system, Putting your attention back on yourself for a second. Check on yours. And almost as you stay focused with yours, allow your, it's almost like your peripheral vision sees your child or the children that you work with. So you're watching them off to the side, simply notice your energy, simply giving the command to support their central nervous system. There you go. Keep your attention on yourselves and just notice out to the side You'll notice that your children are starting to fill up with that color, cooling off their own central nervous systems, being curious and aware about what's going on internally. There we go. We're going to create one more grounding cord for them. So from about the level of the heart or the solar plexus, whichever one you, you're you noticing, and allowing all that static energy to really be filtered off, there we go right down into the earth, right down into the earth star, being neutralized. So we have several grounding cords working right now. They're all working for different purposes. The spinal one, the one from the third eye, this one from the heart or the solar plexus. And if you take a look at those grounding cords for your particular child or the particular children that you work with, you'll notice that one or two of those stand out more than the others. It's just giving you an indication of what your child is working with. And so if your child is if that grounding cord that goes from the heart or the solar plexus down is the one that feels like it's really predominant right now, you know, this is a child who's very much clearing out this central nervous system, allowing that energy to move, 
this is the child that really beneficial to put your hand on their stomach or the small of their back or put your attention there so that they have this kind of loving beacon focal point to direct their energy into the body. These are the same children that you might notice that the next time you play this recording that that they might want that grounding cord the solar plexus or the sacral area. For those children who are, that grounding cord is at the third eye and down, being very cognizant of the fact that these children are working in very high dimensions and their work is there for the moment, that pulling them into the body or attempting to with your intention will really only kind of cause more trauma in some ways, more more reversal of their energy or moving out of the body instead of in the body. So for those that you see at the third eye or maybe the throat, when you place your hand on them or your intention with them, place it at the throat or the heart. Just no need to go any further. You're just coaxing them. Or just, here's this beacon of love. Here's this amazing connection that's available. And it's just a little bit further over that bridge. Checking with your energy again. Are you still grounded? There you go. Creates all kinds of difference. That healer, heal thyself, know thyself. And then you have that strong energetic pattern to share with your children or all of the children. There we go. So for those kiddos that have this spinal column um, grounding cord, they are really working the electromagnetics within the body. Their focal point right now is integrating this electromagnetic energy into the body to the degree that it can be integrated you're going to notice that these grounding cords are going to rotate different kids in different places at different times. But more often than not, if your child is a child who has even small seizure activity, they are attempting to find a way to to reroute that energy into the physical body to transform Um, their own consciousness and their own presence by utilizing this energy. And so noticing that that grounding cord off the base of the spinal column really functional for giving them the security, the grounding necessary to kind of play with that energy in the physical body without being adversely affected by that energy. Here we go. All right. So nice inhale and exhale. We're just going to set the intention that for the children, that these grounding cords, the ones that serve them the most, stay intact until such time that they're no longer needed. That might be an hour from now. That might be a month from now. But just understanding that that you've set your intention very strongly to support that energy and the clearing of that energy. And also setting the intention that your energetic field, your central nervous system stays relaxed, calmed, 
that very naturally and organically, if those stressors start to emerge, which they will, then the body goes into a response of cooling the central nervous system. The color naturally comes back and radiates out through those bodies, giving you some time, some opportunity to remember to ground, to show up and be present. There we go. Brilliant. So just thanking the children for showing up, thanking yourselves for your awareness, having clarity at a new level of intention, beginning to really understand yourselves as energy and how that translates into the very practical day-in, day-out experiences for you and your children. So nice inhale and exhale. And if you will find your breath and begin to move the body a little bit. As you create three nice inhalations and exhalations, On that third exhalation, breathing your eyes open. (laughs) Maybe smiling very naturally to yourself. It just feels good to be with yourself again. It feels good to be put back together, so to speak. There we go. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomeism certification process. Again, to register your children for the energy work offered here, simply go to suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. Registration is only required once. Please join me again for another episode of Pure Presence on May 25th. You can also join me for Pure Presence Aligning to Self on May 4th and May 18th. I'm also excited to tell you about a new opportunity within the Awakening Zone. It's called Tuning In Again, and it features four of our most well-known channelers who also happen to be Awakening Awakening Zone host. That's Lee Carroll with Cryon, Jeffrey Hoppy with Adonis St. Germain, Steve Rother and the group, and and Jim Self, with the Masters and the Archangels. Listen to Cryon, Adamus, the group, the Masters and the Archangels speak to us about a number of topics relevant in today's world, including Ascension, 2012, financial systems, reality creation, happiness, and more, as we navigate through the rest of this year of 2012 and beyond. Tuning in again is available as a digital download and a physical DVD, both with accompanying transcripts. Get yours today on the Awakening Zone in the Awakening Zone store and tell your friends. Just go to the top of the page and click store. Remember, your purchases in the store help keep the Awakening Zone on the air and free of charge for both live and archive listeners. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Daylight Time is Romanian Awakenings with Sylvia Marin. On the 29th at 2 p.m. is the Sunday Healing Service with with Kahoo Fred Sterling. 
Monday the 30th at 1 is D-Spot with Kelly Walden, and at 7 p.m. is Bright Light with D. Wallace. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Until next time, I'll see you again on Pure Presence, all about the kids. have been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century A.